Welcome to season four of Exploring the Prophetic. We are on a journey of spiritual curiosity to see how God's voice can impact us and the world around us. I interview guests from every walk of life and background about how their relationship with God and hearing His voice has given them different opportunities and breakthrough experiences. This season, I'm also asking every guest how they got through a time when they thought they had heard from God or they received a prophetic word from someone else that didn't happen and how God helped them to resolve that. Come join our conversation on Exploring the Prophetic, starting now. Welcome to Exploring the Prophetic. I love talking to revivalists and people who are doing things with supernatural ministry that are outside the box of some local church expressions. And my guest today, and I think of like the 50s revivals when in the 70s revivals when there was Catherine Coleman and and there was, you know, John G. Lake in the 20s, and you have Amy Silver Pierce and these kinds of figures. And there's new ones that are emerging. And my guest today is an emerging healing slash deliverance minister. And her and her husband, Monday, her name is Jennifer, and Monday and Jennifer Martin have uh, started Contagious Love Ministries. And they had something unusual happen over the end of last year, 2001, where they started to go after the presence of God, they did it through an expression of opening a tent up, like an old-fashioned tent revival. They were just going to do a couple nights, ended up going for a long time. And then they, after they did like 30 days consecutively or however many days consecutively, they kept going weekly after that. And they start to see deliverance specifically, like mass deliverance, individual deliverance. And this was never something they were either going after. They're going after the prophetic, healing, these kinds of things. But they start to see a lot of deliverance too. And we live in the time where people need a lot of deliverance. And they created a safe place where people can go. And I love these stories when people are emerging in some new gifts or something that's new, because you get to hear when it's fresh like this, you get to hear like what's going on in them. Like what is God telling them? How come they're going this direction? And so I'm hoping to get some of that out of Jennifer today. I know it will, because she's so vulnerable and she's an author and her and her husband lead this ministry and her husband's also a musician. You're gonna really enjoy today's episode. Stay tuned. My new book is called Encounter, a spiritual perspective that will shape your faith for the coming move of God. And this book is going to help you to understand the days we're living in right now and have an urgency to meet with Jesus the way that I did through some of these encounters are going to form your faith. So you can get this book at bullsministries.com and there's a lot of things you're going to get alongside of it. So make sure to go to bullsministries.com and counter a spiritual perspective that will shape your faith for the coming move of God. Well, I'm here with Jennifer Martin and Jennifer, how are you this new year? I am so good. The snow has covered here south of Nashville, Tennessee, and it's beautiful. <laughs> it is so beautiful. We actually got stuck in a snowstorm uh, just a couple weeks ago here in the California mountains. So it shows you that the weather is weird everywhere and beautiful everywhere. <laughs> but we loved yes. it. We love being stuck because it was at a cabin. Well, I, I'm excited about your story because um, I've known your husband for years. I've known you through him. Uh, because of that. And, and I, I've known, known you guys well, but I've known you enough to really just love you and love what you represent. And some unusual things have been happening. And a lot of your ministry is supernatural. It's it's going after healing, deliverance, the prophetic. But some things have happened more recently that I want you to take us on the journey of because I love for our listeners to hear that God, as much as the enemy is doing, as much as man's doing wrong, God is not only putting the enemy in check, but he's putting the enemy in checkmate in people's lives. And you're proof of that and with what God's raising up your ministry. So I'm not sure where to start, but I think it'd be cool if people hear the most current, which is the tent that you guys set up in 2001. Let's start there. We did on April 22nd, 2021, we set up a tent on the side of the interstate, literally the wow. main interstate running from 
Nashville and so many people could see this tent driving by and we had big signs set up and we'd planned four days to do this tent. We had no idea what God would do. We, we just were hungry. And we said, Lord, we're going to make room and we're just asking you to show up and do whatever mm -hmm. you want to do. And God showed up. He showed up <laughs> beyond my expectations. So it was just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And the power of God that poured out on so many levels. And I have to say, one of the signature things I saw was the little children getting touched and wow. weeping in the worship. And it was so holy and beautiful. You could, you just had to gaze upon it and watch as the Holy Spirit was filling them with the Holy Spirit and getting their prayer language. Well, and you guys, you guys do like meetings, but to set up a tent and go for it in the middle of, or the beginning of winter, I oh, guess, yeah. in the fall, that's a pretty outside the box kind of a thing. And you, you were just going to do like four yes. nights. And then what was, happened? We were itinerant ministers. So we were used to conference and traveling and doing a weekend thing. So this was way outside of the box. And I still do conferences today, but something happened beautiful that when I started ministering, um, people started getting delivered. They started mm. getting delivered in their soul, in their heart, and they started getting delivered of demons. So oh, if wow. they had any kind of demonic spirit at all, these demons were coming up and speaking out of people. And then I had to learn how to cast out demons. And Sean, I've never casted out a demon. <laughs> I laugh because it's such an unnerving experience. And I think like the fact that there's just this divine interruption to your meetings are normal, which is inspiring people, prophesying, encouraging, strengthening, and then demons show up. Like what was the first one? Do you remember the first thing that happened where it was like, what in the heck? Yes. So I was praying for people. This was the first night I ministered at the tent myself personally. And I was praying for people going down the prayer line. The power of God was really hitting them on a level mm. that I hadn't experienced or seen. So it shocked me. And then all of a sudden, demons are coming up and screaming and growling out of this girl. And I said, oh, my goodness. Well, this isn't a person. And I've never experienced this before. So I said, okay, this has to be a demon. What else wow. would this be? And wow. that, so I said, who are you? What's your name? You know, and it starts, it tells me its name. And I've said, I've never heard that name before. Very strange names. And I, I found out that they were voodoo spirits that had jumped on oh this girl gosh. from a mission trip to Africa. Oh my gosh. And all I'm thinking is, well, you have to leave because I love this person. God's love for me, Sean, overtook me during these nights and I loved these people in front of me so much that I wanted to do anything to set them free. And I knew it was God's wow. love in me for them. And so I just said, well, Jesus told them to come out. So I'm going to do what Jesus did. And I'm going to say, come out now in Jesus name. And so I was stubborn and I stood there. I told it to come <laughs> out and they came out, but they didn't always want to come out immediately, but they did. And so I learned something through having to do these deliverances i learned how to do deliverance by doing deliverance i love this because you know Jennifer, i think of all the people who have been around the church their whole life and the bible i mean there's so much demonic manifestation in the new testament yeah. where the disciples had to deal with it jesus had to deal with it right. and i just think it's so cool that in the midst of it like you, you don't have the story of like i was discipled by the 20 greatest deliverers but it's I just know. god's love came over you and you wanted yeah. them to be free that yeah. to me is the case so anybody who's like if you're facing something right now where it feels like impossible. I'm not trained for this. I don't have the mentoring for this. I don't have the tools. I didn't go to theological school. It doesn't matter. It's like God's love 
can equip you to do something that you wouldn't normally do. And he, he trained you. So he's been training you through this. So how many nights did you guys do this revival? Okay, so we went the four nights as scheduled and the power of God was hitting every night and demons were manifesting every night, which wow. I wasn't ready for. I thought, okay, this is a one and done. You know, we had a demonic deliverance that, you know, that probably won't happen again because I'd never seen it, but it kept happening. And so my theme became to all of my volunteers and my team, I would look at them and go, what is happening? What is <laughs> happening right now? I don't know what's happening, but I love it. I love it. God is showing up and he is showing off and he is showing that he is God. And so we kept going night after night. We extended daily wow. and we kept going all the way through the month. That's amazing. And I just yeah. think of like, you know, 2021, second year, massive international pandemic trauma and where people, anything that was going on got energized in people's own personal lives. And so I can yeah. just imagine where people don't have a lot of solutions and there's not even a lot of human contact in a lot of places for people to get help, you know, online therapy is only going to go so far and people need Jesus to bring yeah. the breaking down of strongholds. And so the fact that people came there, I'm sure it was so right for deliverance in the sense of like people need breakthrough. People need to be able to think right. People need to be able to have the right, you know, heart process and demonic spirits stop us from doing that. So yes, how beautiful that you guys opened up a tent and how, actually normal it is in the sense of what you guys were going after the anointing yeah. that demonic deliverance was happening and then it became normal during that time i mean Absolutely. and you said you haven't seen this in your whole 20 years of ministry that's that's crazy it shows right. you the time and season we're in and what we need yes. so we kept going and we extended and we asked a church if we could use their building to extend weekly so we started meeting every friday night and the deliverance continued all the way till our last meeting was november 12th this wow. year. So we went that many months weekly. Oh, so it was November 20th and uh, two, November 2020 until so November. Yes. Oh, so a whole year you guys did this every week. Yes, from April till wow. November. And we went every Friday. We went to uh, a church that was open their doors for free to us because they saw what God was doing and let us use their facilities. And uh, the deliverance kept going every service. I thought for sure this will dissipate, you know, yeah. but it kept going. People kept showing up. They kept getting delivered. And I just said, Lord, I'm here to partner with you. If this is what you want, here I am. And I feel yeah. like, Sean, we're in a new wineskin and we're being stretched. Yeah. And boy, it's time for us to step into this. God wants to deliver his people. I mean, for sure. Well, tell me kind of if you can think of one story of one of the people who went through deliverance and some of the fruit of the result afterwards, just so people can hear like, oh, what does wow. a before and after moment deliverance look like okay. for someone? Yes, I have so many of those stories personally of people that I walk with now. Wow. Um, some of them are still volunteering and helping That's with the so ministry cool. because I spent hours with them taking them through deliverance. Yeah. They didn't just have one devil. They had multiple, hundreds, some of them. Wow. And these demons didn't leave all at once. I don't have all the answers why this happens this way and that that way. But I have learned this. Sometimes um, the person themselves need to understand how to let go. So this is yeah. what I learned from the girl who showed up the day of Mother's Day in 2021. And this was a day that was beautiful because it had been raining and we couldn't run the power for fear of mm -hmm. that we would electrocute someone. So oh. we left the generator off 
We left all the electricity off. We're out there in the dark, except for the interstate sign that is one of those big billboards right beside yeah. us that's lighting up the ground. So the tent had enough light underneath. The rain is pouring. We have water going through the tent like a river right up the front oh where goodness. the stage is. Talk about a prophetic sign that the river is flowing. And they show up and we play acoustic guitar. We sit around in a circle and it was the most intimate moment as the Holy Spirit came and we're all unified in one. And then I feel the Holy Spirit tell me to go and lay hands on this girl. And I go and I lay hands on her and all of a sudden she begins to just bend over and begin to and begin to release demons. And so they came up and, and she was coughing them out. I don't know how much details you guys want, but she was having to <laughs> cough them out one after another to another. Some of them would come up and speak to me. Some of them would scream at me and say, I hate you in my face. And it didn't matter what they said. They were going to have to leave because the love of God for this girl was setting her free. And they had wow. tormented her her whole life and they had to leave. So we laid there in the hay in the cold, in the water, on the ground, under this tent while this girl gets free. And wow. it's going to touch my heart because she, so she's like a Mary Magdalene to me. If you think about the story in the Bible where Jesus cast these demons out of the lady named Mary Magdalene and he cast out seven spirits. And then she followed him wherever he went because she wanted to be part of where he was. Well, this is what's happening with not only this girl, but other girls that have been set free wow. and even young teenagers that have been set free, even young guys that have been set free of demons. And they are now, they're at every revival service. They haven't missed wow. one. They're serving, they're volunteering. And I said, this is beautiful. This is freedom. Um, one story you'll like, I'll show you this about a young man who's 18 years old, a teenager who didn't believe really at all in any of this. <laughs> and he shows up and he watches as one of his sisters gets demons casted out wow. of her. And he's watching and I find out the next day that he went home, repented to his family after what he saw, got delivered of demons and they cast the demons out of him after they watched what I was doing. Wow. And then he said, I want to get baptized. And so they baptized him in the hot tub That's of awesome. their house. And then get this, it starts spreading through the whole family. They tell the testimony of what happened to the grandparents, to cousins, and they start getting delivered of demons, set on fire and recommitted to the Lord. This is so good. Well, I love the fact that, you know, people, when you, when you hear deliverance of demons, think about every issue that, that we hate, which is whether it's, you know, um, uh, having rebellion or having uh, pornography or having uh, evil thoughts towards people, having bitterness, these kinds of things out of control places inside of us. And when you get delivered, those go away or, right. or, or the energy goes off of them so you can make choices to repent of them and give them to God. And you start to believe truth because the lie goes away or the lie gets exposed is a better way to say it. And anything attached to that lie has to be removed. And so I love so much that, uh, that people are going to this level of freedom. And I think of you as, you know, when Monday was traveling for a while there, you were at home with the kids and you were like doing the, the mom life, but you were also ministering sometimes, but you, the focus wasn't on you being out front. And since this has happened, your schedule is so full. Like people are saying, we need this freedom everywhere. Talk about 
when Monday was going out and some of the things that God was showing you about your life? Wow. So this is so important because I had had dreams from the Lord and he had shown me my calling, but it didn't Mm. look anything like the dreams. It didn't look anything like the prophetic words I had. And in fact, Sean, you gave a prophetic word to Monday and you had called out our anniversary, which you didn't know. And you gave a prophetic word to Monday, but he didn't get the word. You gave it about me and I wasn't even in the meeting. I don't know if you remember that. And you looked at Monday and you said, God is going to awaken something in your wife and it's going to catapult your ministry, even on the international level. And I heard that word and I'm at home with my children and I'm like, Lord, either Sean is missing it or I am. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, what is this awakened thing you're going to do? So I'm praying. So Monday had always been the one who traveled and went to conferences, but I had a burning inside of me from God to love people and to see them free. And I did have a burning to travel and do ministry. And I did maybe one traveling ministry time a year with him and I'd take the kids and I would do maybe one service. Yeah. But God started awakening, like you said, something Mm. inside of me. I started doing these Facebook lives after a series of dreams and prophetic encounters that God spoke to me specifically, even gave me the name of the live stream I was supposed to do called Awaken the Heart. Wow. And I started doing that every week. And I started seeing people get healed on on the live streams. I started people, people getting set free and, and, and weeping and, oh my goodness, it was so beautiful. And I watched as God began to use my life. And so I started burning. I said, Lord, if people need freedom, I'm ready to be used. Will you trust me to be used? But I think that was about a 10 year process. Mm. It doesn't come fast. Yeah. The, The work that God is molding in us Friends, if you're watching right now, the work that God is molding in you, the the clay that you are on the potter's will, you know, he wants to make the most beautiful thing in the world. And sometimes it takes time to work in you what God is trying to get to you and through you. So true. And it took that long for me to get to a place, Sean, where I feel like I had to die to the agenda of ministry. Because I feel like in the beginning, part of it was the desire to be affirmed. Yeah. The desire to be known. And I think somewhere in all of that, I didn't feel accepted by the Father enough. And I needed to be invited places or feel like I'm gifted or wanted by people so that I would feel wanted by God. Yeah. Yeah, until, until, I, I think everyone who's listening can relate to that. Um, some level right. of performance identity and that I think that that's right. so real, but for you to share it vulnerably in the midst of your husband doing his ministry, you're getting words about ministry, but at the same time, your life looks very different from that to yeah. share vulnerably about the process. I think is really helpful for people because, you know, something's happening right now that you couldn't have anticipated would happen this way. And you probably right. wouldn't have asked for like, Hey God, give me all the keys of deliverance, you know, for everybody in the whole world. And yet that's what, I think it's all of us, like the door that God chooses for us is not necessarily the door we would go with our own strengths, skills, talents, and desires. And Absolutely. so I really love that you've, you've been obedient. You've said yes to God. Kind of take us on the journey of like when this, when you start to see after doing the Facebook lives, then you guys do the 10 meetings and all of a sudden there's a lot of invitations that come. 
Monday went a totally different direction and really felt like God was calling him into the entertainment industry and music. And he's very talented. Like he's, he sent me the latest video, I think last, it might've been uh, November or December. And I was like, this guy's got something on his life. What's going on? Like, how did we all not know that? I'm sure you guys did, but I did. people from around didn't. So like he started to go that direction, uh, this God ordained direction. And then all of a sudden your life takes off in a new measure. Talk about that transition. Yeah, the anointing that poured out at the tent was so strong and so beautiful. And us sitting in that anointing for a month did something to all of us. It wow. broke me. That's where the love baptized me. And my life has never been the same. I'm not the same person I was in 2020. Wow. And that's where this anointing hit Monday. And he started creative flowing with music. 30 songs started coming out of him. 30 songs. Wow. Out of nowhere. He's up every night singing these songs. And I'm so happy to watch my husband thrive in his gift and his anointing because I've known that his anointing was in his music. And when he would lead worship or play one of his songs, I would just cry and this glory mm. would come. And I'd even ask questions like, what is this? What is this glory realm I'm feeling when my husband plays? It's wow. the most beautiful thing in the world. And I said, it's because this is what God created him to do. And God yeah. is happy that he's getting back, finally, what he put inside of one of his kids. Wow. And everyone has, you know, a, a separate gifting and an anointing. And we just have to find out what that is and yeah. run with it, you know. So, like, you just, Monday put his blinders on, you know, like a horse race. And he just said, this is where I'm going now. And he's full throttle. And the um, there are a rock station in Nashville, Nashville's biggest rock station. The lead DJ, Andy, said about Monday that he has the potential to be the number one top rising star in Nashville. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. That's huge. <laughs> the glory releases him into his destiny. And then he starts to get that affirmation from there's something on this, even from people who aren't in the glory, you know, like that's yes. just, that's huge. That's huge. Yes. And he's so in the midst of so that, much. you're watching your husband, like go for it after he's, yeah, sacrifice. I was going to yes. use that word sacrifice for everyone else's destiny calling prophesied over thousands of people just given his heart. And now he is like headed towards which I, I, I don't know if you know this, but I had this whole prophetic encounter a couple of years ago. And I said, you know, God's going to take a lot of people who've been primarily in ministry, especially itinerant ministers, he's going to put them in places of influence and in politics and entertainment and business. And they're going to, they're going to still do ministry, but they're going to, they're going to shine in their, the spiritual authority, like a Joseph or a Daniel or an mm -hmm. Esther. And so I really love that for Monday because we need those people out there for what's coming. You know, if there's a famine coming or if there, whatever, that's Joseph's day, there's a famine coming. If he hadn't have been in office, it would have, it would have killed all the Egyptians or a lot of Egyptians that would have killed a lot of the Israelites. But because he was in the office at the right time, it not only blessed the, the Israelites and the Egyptians, but it brought him into the, like a kingdom age, you know? And so I feel like that's where we're headed. So I love that money is going there. In the midst of this, you know, your, your ministry is really getting defined. Like all of a sudden something's launching. Is that, is that awkward all of a sudden Monday is when he's it packing is. his bags, he's been leaving and you're, you're now the one packing your bags and leaving and your family is saying, bye mom. <laughs> I know. It's like the, the tables have turned and, we're both in these kind of separate callings, but we're totally unified 100% because Monday and I prayed for years on our knees at night together and asked God wow. to give us the anointing to set his people free. And so God chose how he wanted to give us that anointing. So friends, wow. however God has chosen to give you a gift, 
I just want to encourage you, whatever your gift is, it doesn't have to look like mine. It doesn't have to look like Sean's. It doesn't have to look like anyone because you're uniquely created. There's no thumbprint like you. And whatever your skill and gift is, I want to see it. I want you to be you. And I want you to run and put your blinders on and run your race and go after it and not look back. And so my, the Lord says, are you ready for what is about to happen? And I'm like, yes, Lord. And all of a sudden, within one to two weeks, I am not kidding you. All of these leaders, and and not just leaders and pastors, but guess what? Everyday fire-filled believers that aren't a leader of a ministry calling me up and saying things like, I want to rent out this convention center. I want to rent out this fire hall. I don't know how to do a tent revival. I've never done this before. But if I try to set up a tent, will you come? Wow everyday people. So now I have tent revivals being set up all over in different states, three different ones this year. And that's just the beginning. And there's more people we're in conversation right now, but all these people within the month of November, December calls and messages me. And my entire schedule for 2022 is almost booked. I have some spots open in the fall now, but, and I'm like, what is happening? People are, First of all, you're you're fearless in your love for God and for people, which is Amen. beautiful. But people want freedom and they want the anointing. And I feel like so much of the church before COVID moved away into a performance mentality and just went into like, it wasn't about the presence of God. It wasn't about what God wants to do in our lives and through our lives. It was about um, religion. And I feel like even some of the best camps I know start to bow down to professionalism and religion more than the anointing. And so the fact that there's all these things that are happening where God's saying, I want my people to touch real people and to bring real freedom to real people. I love that you've said yes. And I love that it's leading you around right now, America. I know internationally it will happen, but right now, America during this lockdown weird season. Yeah, um, I've had invitations overseas, but we're holding off on that right yeah, now. You got to wait for just a minute, but uh, yeah. not too long, probably. Yeah. Um, tell, tell us how to get a hold of your ministry and tell us about some of the materials and resources you have. Absolutely. Our ministry is called Contagious Love. Which I love. And I hope it's contagious. <laughs> and so that's, that's totally appropriate in 2020. And the website is contagiousloveintl.com. Awesome. And everything is there. How to get on my live streams where you can receive weekly encouragement. It's all free, available to you. The links are there to all the social media where you want to follow. We have books there where you can read about Awaken the Dark Horse Prophet, which you'll learn how to put your blinders on and run your race like a dark horse. And Sean wrote an endorsement for that. And um, that was given to me in a dream. Super encouraging. People are reading that book and saying, okay, I haven't been answering my call. They shut the book and they tell me they stand up and they're like, let's go. I'm answering the call of God on my life. And I said, yes. That's what I want to see. I want to see all of us running together. This is so good. Well, Jennifer, thanks for having encounters that are shaping people's lives. Seriously. Amen. Yeah, and through your books and through your live streams, through your meetings. I just want to encourage all of our listeners to be involved, get involved. And for those of you who are watching or listening right now, you can go to bullsministries.com as well and look up all of the past episodes. And we need to live a life of encountering the Holy Spirit, encountering Jesus' love. And this is such a relevant topic for right now. So thanks for joining us today. Jennifer, thank you. And for all the stories and for just what you're walking through. It's such a prophetic picture of what God's doing. Amen. Thank you, Sean. Bless you. 
Do you want to be mentored in hearing God's voice? It's not hard, but it takes time, examples, practice, and conversations to really get in the place of being able to get revelation and also to know how to interpret and reply what God's showing you. I have started an online community through our platform, Translating God Mentoring, where you receive weekly videos, weekly live group mentoring, monthly special events, and all of our past e-courses on the gifts, marriage, and relevant topics to your spiritual journey. Come join me and all my platform contributors to learn how to walk out a thriving journey of hearing God. Thanks for listening to Exploring the Prophetic, part of the Exploring Series podcast. These podcasts are made possible by generous donations of listeners just like you. Become a partner or visit us at bullsministries.com with your one-time donation today. Also, if you are enjoying the podcast, please become a part of our family by subscribing. Connect to us at www.bullsministries.com where we want to resource you with our articles, books, weekly mentoring, e-courses, and more or download our Bulls app free at our web store. We love to hear your feedback. Drop us a line and also your rating, reviewing and sharing makes such a difference in the world for people learning about us. Thanks for listening.